What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Lamb. Me? No, I'm your host, Angel Lamb. Today I'm sitting with Pedro Garcia. He's a local artist from the city of Wilmington. He does a lot of things in the city. Um, he he restores murals. He's involved in, in um, his college, but most of all, he is trying to bring back something that he feels is not um, a art, I guess, or a, a type of art that's not really being featured anymore he's work he does a lot of work with paint with um pens he's trying to ma- bring that movement back you know um he, he tells a little story on the episode where you know he kind of explains why why the why he feels it needs to come back so yeah so i mean i'm not gonna go into it i know i usually say i'm not gonna get into that right go right into it but i'm not i'm trying to stop doing that all right so I met him in Synchronicity, um, we had a conversation, I couldn't really hear him because of the music that's playing in the background, so I asked him to come on, and yeah, the, and it happened here, here I have the episode, hopefully you guys enjoy it, I had a blast talking to him and learning from him, you know, he's a great guy and I hope he does big things, you know, I'm, I'm sure he's gonna do great and big things, and I'm just, I'm happy that I was able to have him. Right before, like, right at that point where he's about to blow up. Because, you know, he's blowing up. He's featuring magazines. Like I said, he's involved in his college. So, I'm sure he's going to do great things. Hopefully, I have him on later on when he gets, um, when he figures out what he wants to do and how he's going to do it. This week's episode is brought to you by Lucky Lady Multimedia Productions. Lady, la- uh, Lucky Lady Multimedia Production presents Unity, a night of poetry, comedy, and music. Featuring Kevin Gardea, Carli- Carolina Felix, Lola La Poeta, and myself. Um, they're throwing a show to benefit the um, immigrant rights. It's going to be at Harvard Yard in the city of LA on December 23rd at 7 p.m. They're taking a $5 donation at the door. Uh, all proceeds will, will go to Charla, a coalition for humane immigrant rights of Los Angeles. So make sure you attend that show. I'll be there telling some jokes. Um, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm pretty nervous. Um, I don't know what jokes I'm going to be telling. Trying to get away from all those immature stuff, but I'm not going to lie to you. I came up with the brand new immature one, and I think I'm going to stick to it, right? If it works, do it, right? I don't know. So, yeah, so I'm I'm nervous, but I'm happy to have another opportunity where I could do the one thing that I, um, something that I love, you know? Um, I haven't performed. I've had writer's block for a while. 
and you know this is kind of helping me i guess the pressure is kind of helping me to like you know like shake it off i guess because i've written two jokes i don't know how good they are i'm i'm planning to perform i'm doing open mic pretty soon and i'm gonna see how it works um that's how i'm gonna determine whether i'm gonna keep them or you know or leave them so yeah so i'm excited hopefully i see you guys there i'll be taking stickers and i might have to leave a little early but i'll be i'll be waiting to you know stick around and talk to you guys if you guys are able to attend if you guys want a sticker all you have to do is send me a message to my instagram my facebook or just send me an email to let me at gmail.com i also have some stickers at stasia boutique and at jessica's fitness center um just stop by if you go to um synesthesia boutique she has um, you could li- you could get some last minute shopping done. You know everything's under thirty dollars. She has clothing for women and men. She also features some of my past guest work, like La Dos Alvas. She has a lot. She has her vase. She has some La Loteria, little matchboxes, and she has a lot of great clothing. So make sure you stop by and pick up a sticker. And while you're there, make sure you check the shop, and you know get some sh- get some shopping done. All right. Also, guys. Make sure to leave a review on iTunes and five stars. Leave a review, subscribe. Um, make sure you're telling the world about the podcast, guys. The only way that my, the, the podcast is going to grow is if you guys help me. All right. And that's why it's so important for you guys to leave a review. I need you guys to say something nice or whatever you guys want. Um, the more the more reviews I get, the more subscriptions I get, the the more exposure I'll be able to receive and the more exposure that my guests are able to receive. So don't do it for me. Do it for my guests because that's the only way that they're going to be able to get heard. And, you know, it's not, and I don't want them to feel that's a waste of time them coming on because I have, I mean, I have a great time doing it and I want them to come back. And the only way that's going to work is if they see that coming on the episode, on the, on the podcast is worth something. Right. So that little incentive. For every review you guys leave me on iTunes, I'll leave, I'll donate five dollars to either St. Jude's, the Make a Wish Foundation, or I'll give you guys the option to where I'll donate them to. All right. So far, I have three reviews, uh, and uh, so so far it's fifteen dollars that I'm, I'm gonna re- um, I'm gonna donate. You know, I'm gonna leave it up to you guys. If you guys um, want to help. Just leave a review, five stars. At the end of the year, I'm gonna tell you guys um, who I'm gonna donate to and how much I was able to donate to. All right. So so far it's 15. I'm gonna donate up to 200 dollars because, like I mentioned a couple episodes, I keep mentioning all the funds for the podcast come out of my pocket. I have no real legitimate sponsors. If you want to sponsor the show, send me an email to let me know pod at gmail.com. Um, if you know anybody that be cool that w- would benefit from being um, having a little spot on the episode where I get to talk about their products or their business, make sure you leave me a message um, or send me send me a message to uh, let me know pod at gmail.com or just direct message me on Instagram. I'm very quick. I'll respond fairly fast depending um, what I'm doing. You know, so yeah. So don't forget, leave a review, subscribe, iTunes, subscribe, Google Play, subscribe on um, subscribe on SoundCloud. So yeah, so you know, 
uh, I'm looking I am looking for sponsors so please like I said send me a message you know I'm trying to make I'm, I'm trying to make some money not for me but I do want to make products I want to make hats and shirts like that and you know I could only afford so much things I do have my nine to five and a lot of money that goes into this up ep- to this podcast comes from there so I need you guys to support and help me over here a little bit you know I love doing this but you know, I, I want I want to make merch, and if I don't see that anybody's listening, then, you know, where am I going to invest? Like, my stickers. That's why it's so important for you guys to send me a picture of the stickers so I could see um, if my stickers are, like, on rotation and they're being spread out and where they're at. Because, honestly, I, I leave them with people, and I don't know who has them, you know? Like, I know how many, how many I made. I know how much I have now. But I don't know where those stickers are. So send me a picture to my Instagram um, or send me a picture to my email at let me know product. you want to come? So, yeah, you could find me. You could find me at Instagram and Facebook. Um, like I said, um, tell your friends, please tell your friends, you know, um, I want to I want to grow. I want to be bigger and do much better things. But. The only, day, the only way that's going to happen is if you guys help me. So hopefully you guys um, like this podcast. That's why you guys are I mean, giving me a chance. Hopefully I, I you know, I meet your expectations. But if I don't, I want you to send me a message telling me how I could improve the episodes. All right. Right now, I want to I want to add a segment where you guys send me questions and I answer them. You know, the, it could be about me. It could be about life. It could be about what's going on in the news. Maybe you need advice. Like. Maybe you need directions. Maybe you want, you're looking for a place to eat at and you think I'll maybe I'll be able to um, help you guys there. Send me a message to my Instagram. Send me an email and I'll make sure I'll read it on the on our podcast. If you want to be private, you know, maybe you want to tell me a story and you need some advice. I'll do it. Just make sure you tell me that you want to remain private. All right, guys. Well. You know, I'm pretty much out of breath now, and I think I spoke a lot. Hopefully, you guys are able to um, leave me a review and send me those those messages. All right, guys. All right. Well, I hope you enjoy this episode. I had a lot of fun doing it, and stick to the end, guys. Please stick all the way to the end. All right, guys. Enjoy.
Welcome back, guys. I'm sitting here with Pedro Garcia, also known as Risper. But you know, before I even start, let me ask you about the name. Like, why Risper? Like, what's that about? Um, I got the name um, given to me when I was a new kid in Wilmington Middle School. And I met this guy, Louis. And then uh, as moment came by, he, gave, he, he, he kept noticing because every time I talk, I talk like very like softly and sometimes you can barely hear me and then he got he got the name of just calling me whisper because the way I talk is whisper but it's then I kept the name like he called me whisper and I kept the name and then I also did like I stood I also did like graffiti uh -huh. and I every time when we get assignments and classwork and, and, and during class I will always practice my lettering and I would spell out Whisper or Rex or anything like, uh, and then, you know, it came to my, my, like, and I also have that certain disability sometimes when I have trouble spelling. Um, I had a huge, like, problem with um, English because sometimes I have trouble writing. It was just writing. The way I speak was okay, and luck luckily, and then, but every time I would write, I would misspell some stuff, and then as I was writing Whisper, it's um, usually, originally, it was supposed to be W-H, I S P E R, but I, after a while, I like write it, wrote it. I started noticing like I I misspelled whisper with a W R because of my graffiti name Rex with the R E X, and then you know, and then I I kind of dig it. Like after a while, I'm just like representing that W R, not the W, because people will always assume like why the W is it because of your hometown Wilmington? No, it's not because of that. I'm just embracing the fact that that you know it's just like whisper like as a wrist and yeah you know, I, I just stuck by it like i just enjoy how it looked and it felt right it just showed who you are and it's something different it's originally and has a story to it it's you know it involves where i came from as well so yeah that's why I got <laughs> yeah but man like fuck i already fucked up like i didn't even introduce what you do or like I didn't like usually like I do that so I don't know man my bad it's so, all good yeah but I mean you can kind of tell what, what he was talking about he's an artist he um oh, I met him as he draws um he actually does a lot of things with art like um with pen and he also um does clay work and you know apparently he does graffiti I didn't even know that you know he also writes but yeah so he's from the city of Wilmington actually I met him at um synchronicity thank you for everybody that attended that event you know I really appreciate it you might have seen me there and you might have seen me talking to him for a good like 30 minutes i found him very interesting but i honestly i couldn't really hear him because of the music it was so fucking loud that i needed to have him on because i didn't give him a proper interview and i felt you know what like he's an interesting guy and from what i like from what he was telling me like he's he still find himself in wilmington and in harvard college and i was like you know what man like he deserves a little shine you know a spotlight you know I, um to call a shot on the spotlight i guess you know because i mean he's doing good work and a lot like i tell i every time i see him I, I tell him like his fucking like his drawing like his drawing style is it reminds me of like prison tattooing art for some reason but you know i like it i wouldn't get it tattooed on me because i don't like tattoos but hey but i see it i see i would see it on somebody else you know so yeah man sorry for giving a shitty ass fucking uh introduction so you know like hey fuck it let's get to know him a little better right so man, like, how long have you been drawing? Like, what were, yeah, how long have you been drawing? 
First question. Um, I, I've been drawing my whole life. I know for sure I've been drawing seriously since like first grade. Before like preschool and kindergarten, I was placed in a debt program. That was why I went to Gardena. I always lived in Wilmington my whole life. But because um, they had a special program for deaf, like deaf or hard hearing students, and I knew, and I found out I was deaf or hard hearing in the age of three. Um, maybe I was born deaf and everything, but they found out I was born like deaf, so I needed hearing aids. So they sent me to all the way to Gardena, so I would take school buses over there. And the reason for it, and later on, I, like that little deaf program, there was like around the minimum five kids. And including me and later on when it got to first grade they decided for me to go to uh, another class which was basically I was labeled in the deaf program that program as a uh, mainstream which means I had so I'm kind of like a high level in it I guess in a certain way with how like my IQ or something so they, they highly suggest me to go to a normal class and I was the only one so I felt like an outcast because I didn't know any of these students. I felt different and all they saw was like this kid had a hearing aid. Um, it was very noticeable back then because you would have this little like mic in front of your chest and it was noticeable. And then Damn. I will like, yeah. So eventually like as I start, like I will be, I'm that quiet kid where it's just I kept everything, everything myself. And later on, I just started drawing. And I don't know, for some reason, it just kicked off and I started getting noticed as me drawing a lot from, with, with these kids. So they didn't, in a way, art, I, art helped me connect with people. And in a way, and I started noticing that and it kind of speaks for me. And then eventually, like, as these kids started to know me as that artist, it kind of dragged out their attention that I was deaf. So they kind of accept me for who they, are, they were, like, as their friend. So I, that's why I started doing it. I did like an animation cartoon, um, for sure, like Dragon Ball Z or um, Marvel characters, comics, action stuff, and I started doing that. And then I started doing the style right now. I want to say like, like middle school. Yeah, middle school in the sixth grade. Um, uh, my cousin Jose Cisneros, um, he introduced me to some of the stuff like, such as like. The people from High Power. I guess one of the one I could remember was um little Tweety and he, he introduced me to um Eminem and then he introduced me some oldies and but yeah um I think the one that that, that caught my attention was the um the Chicano oldies and they will always have these uh, prison art and prisoner art to it and i would always love those covers and i would always put them on like my psp and everything that cover and everything and also also i would listen to kid frost i think my yeah my cousin introduced me that and then the one thing that that he introduced me to um like the joker brand and then it connected with the the first album i believe it was mr cartoon and artwork and he and he became my role model ever since like i want to do that like i started i started seeing all these clowns that he's done and then, I don't know, it kicked off from there. And it's just pretty, it's pretty awesome. Cause I would, that, the thing when I just started doing clowns, I, I don't, I don't copy. Such as like, oh, I'm gonna do the same thing. Honestly, I do clowns and I started basing on that. And I started doing my own clowns. And I just kept going and kept going and kids would notice and then they want one and then they would ask for free stuff. But yeah, I'll do it. and then, it was all practice and like 
So, so like, what 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 would be the difference between the clowns you would see and like the the clowns you would do? The clowns, yeah, um, the clowns. Is like, just how like, would you mix it up? What would you change or what? I would claim like it's just simply like you know like all the clowns um like such as like I would call them like like bone clowns or because of bone thug harmony and um like king clown because I don't know like I think uh, the homies on based on that. So I was just like it was just like gen- like simple stuff that I could come come up with at that time, and I just make like there there will be clowns and there will also be like those masks from like the smile now cry later type of thing. Yeah, yeah. And I kept at it, and you know, eventually, like when I got to high school, um, I started doing a lot of stuff like for Wilmington, a lot of um. I have a composition book, and what I do is I will always draw on them. Like I think I think I got an extra one for free, and I was just like, "Fuck!" Like I guess in like I, I, that was my black book. I couldn't I didn't know where all these graffiti artists got their black book back then, so that was my black book. So uh-huh. I started doing my own. So like those composition books, like are those agendas that they would give you, or what? Um, no, it's actually like it was all blank. Like it oh. was a blank composition book, and I just took advantage of just having to make that into a, um, like that was my sketchbook. Right. I, that was my black book. I didn't, I didn't know what to get. Like at that time, I didn't like know what a black uh, book was, what a black book was, or the sketchbook even. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't even know where to get those type did, of stuff. Did you take art in the high school? Um, I did take art. Um, I took art in um tenth grade, and I took painting. Like, but it was only like one semester, so. And then I took a APR APR with Mr. Vargas and um AP and um senior year. And it was cool. I enjoyed it. Yeah. So I, that was actually the that actually that was the first art teacher that actually taught me something based on art. Like uh-huh. all the other teachers, they just let you you know like let like you just around, yeah just basically walk around. You yeah. know it's cool and you know, all like you get to do your thing. But at the same time, he actually like my teacher Mr. Vargas. He actually gave you criticism but in a certain way you gotta take it and take he actually wants you to learn you know yeah. actually improve and I, what i did i think the one thing i did was my portrait back then that that i could oh i will always have trouble with is the portraits of those faces and what i did i will attend to um after school programs because in high school like in 10th grade i started having trouble with school so what i did i went to wilmington boys and club and they will have I, at the first thing why I go is because of recording arts, but and what's that's, that? Recording arts? Yeah, Manifest Studio is recording arts. I used to like. I what's used that to, like, though? Um, I don't know what that is. Um, recording arts. Yeah, it's um like studio people where they um do like vocal, vocal oh, artists okay. like um rappers. Oh, you also rap? Um, he used to, used oh, to, but okay. it was fun. It was all like you know, but honestly, because I because I took advantage of me taking that. I wanted to do something new, uh-huh. and I took advantage of that, and honestly, that helped me speak better. Though I wouldn't be, because of it, it wasn't for recording arts of the Manifest Studio, uh-huh. um, and then the producer right there, the first one, um, Definite, he um, he told me, like, like he he was, he I think it was this one moment that, and I, that I will remember is that he, he pointed out that the way I was speaking, I will have trouble speaking. Yeah. So I started working on that, and because of that, um, I started working more to the port my poems and my um, the way I speak, and I started progressing the way I speak. And I wouldn't be speaking now if it wasn't for him. 
So are are you like? Let me go back a little bit to what you were yeah. talking about. Like, are you still deaf? Like, you yeah, can hear I'm, I'm, I'm partially deaf. Like yeah. now, it's like not fully deaf. Like, but Cause I don't yeah. see like a hearing aid on you. Oh, you have it on? Yeah, I have it. Oh, hearing. yeah. It's like it right now. Like back then, it was very noticeable. But right yeah. now, it's you know the future. So it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because I didn't even know. Is that why you don't have the second one on? Yeah, that's why I don't have the second one on. Only because you know, like I don't want this one like to, because once I put this on, it's gonna you know be. It's gonna be like, like um, making noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah making right. noise. So, right. so, so you have want... two on? I have, uh, well, I have the other one, but you know, I have to go work. I have to have the walkie on. Oh, okay. So I, but I mean, that one's actually sensitive. So, oh. sensitive. but yeah, that's another story. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, this, I mean, this is a you're a great example for people yeah. like that. That don't. I mean, they. They have a, they might have a disability like yours, and then they might be feeling sorry for themselves. Yeah, yeah I mean, you're you're young, like you were like. Yeah, 19. I embrace it. I'm I'm proud to be that because the way how I was surrounded, and I still hang out with my some of my childhood friends from. Uh-huh. My, I still hang out with my deaf friends to this day. I think we went to visit, like like a couple of years ago. We just me and my deaf friends. We just we got to go over there. We we unite. We had a, like a certain reunion. We went over there. Meet our old teacher. All right. At the met, old school, your old yeah, school. Yeah, and the current students right there. Oh, it was okay. cool. It was amazing. Yeah. And you know, it was starting like there was this little kid. He reminded me of me. I used to sing like Bad Boy from like the Will Smith and Mark. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the Bad Boy song from the cops. Or something. <laughs> yeah. He he started saying I was like, damn, it's like seeing a reflection of me. <laughs> so it was cool. Like you know, it it brought me back, and I, I everything was all the same. I saw a couple of my old teachers and, you know bring back and you start realizing where you are now yeah and what you gone through because what i gone through it wasn't like it was always choosing like side um my deaf friends will always be against my normal friends oh. and i will always be in the middle so oh, i okay. felt like not left out but i felt like on my own and alone because i was like on the middle i didn't know what to choose so i just one off my own yeah i mean that's good yeah so that, that's when it, that's when art started coming through and i, I do i kind of draw and a way to escape that to realizing and you know that was yeah so so like do you, you learn how to sign and all that i i learned how to sign in middle school uh-huh. because i transferred to eighth grade i transferred to women to middle school the sixth and seventh grade i went to carnegie middle school and they and I was hanging out with my deaf friend, but then things were getting worse to, between my deaf friends and my normal friends, and the way how I was treated by some of the adults right there, they would give me this special treatment because I'm like yeah. partially deaf, yeah. but I'm not like you know like. And then it started getting annoying me. I was filled with anger and um, confusion. I didn't know what to do. And then I hung. I met with this one one teacher, and I had permission with my my homeroom teacher to be with to hang out with him for the whole rest of the end of the day and then it came to mind to actually because of that I had the mind of me having to transfer to my own hometown school because it came to, it came to the point where I was just like I don't know anything about my hometown every time I go I just stay at home yeah. so I want to know about my hometown and so yeah it came to that's why I did a lot of drawings of Wilmington so right. stuff I learned from some of my friends even though it was a bad crowd or even though like I started doing like I started doing like um like um dr- like that's when I was introduced to like smoking marijuana uh-huh. and then um started doing started drinking and at middle school yeah in a certain way yeah Oh, yeah. yeah, so that I see some of my new friends from middle, like eighth grade or middle school. They actually introduced me to this. So I was like, oh shit, like 
you get mixed up with the the, the crowd, but you want to blend in. Yeah. Because you don't even. I mean, as for me, like I don't even know what. Like I will, I was a follower, you know. Like I didn't even know what it. Well, I didn't know what's best for me. I yeah, just yeah. knew. I just drew. And I, as long as I'm drawing, I'm fine. Whatever. But, you know, <laughs> but I was like, I was just. I never appreciated anything, and uh, you know. So you know, it's just a hard-headed. Like I learned stuff the hard way to me yeah. to understand. I mean, that's yeah. everybody, man. It's yeah. not just you. Like yeah, like a, like a, a good example. Um, you've met Mario, Mario Barra. Mm-hmm. You met him. Yeah, yeah. So then, like, I give him an example. It's like when your parents tell you, "Oh, don't get that girl pregnant," but you still have sex with that girl and you get her pregnant. Like you don't know, you don't know what you get yourself into until you do it yourself. Like everybody could tell you, like, yeah, use protection or don't do this, do that. But I mean, not until you learn for yourself. Yeah. Like, oh man, okay, that's why people weren't like telling me like not to do this. You know, I mean, that's I mean, I think that's everybody. It's not just you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, know? so I started realizing that that was actually like that came to my mind. It's actually great. So um, like everyone has their own decision, their own yeah. uh, their own path. What they take, it's their decision and their option of whether they can listen or not listen. Yeah, it's their environment to go. Like, yeah. So I, I, you know, like you can never, you can never um just like have nothing to say or to say for anybody's life or anything. you can't control them you know yeah. what they're going through whether they, you understand them or not you do your best to be in their lives and it's up to them like, and they're, they're fighting their own battles yeah that's true yeah as it, it takes them a while for you, you it takes a while it's all patience and, yeah you know, so I mean okay well let's go a little bit back into the drawing right yeah, yeah. what did you why did you get started doing like because most like I mentioned earlier before a lot of your stuff is it's with um with with the pen like why did you start doing pen like strictly pen because it's super hard to work with pen um well, at first when i started doing it i when i was just looking at my old um like quotation mark black book which is my composition book uh-huh. i started realizing i had a different style of it's just like i will press the pen work very hard and it's a it's a bit com- comparing right now the reason why i do pen and the reason why I still stand by, stick by it is because um, I just love, I just love, and sometimes hearing it is sad. But when I hear from the older folks, to that they don't see that from the uh, like the like these these days or anything like like youngsters, you can yeah, say youngsters, youngsters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was like, yeah, yeah, the youngsters. And, and I think one of the thing that you know like that, that that I can remember, like to give an example, I was like in the blue line train. And I was heading home, and this one I had my my uh, pen work that I picked up on uh, Highland Park for Original Magazine, and I was going home, and this guy and he's a dad, of uh, of uh, a father of um four or five kids, and he said he had a, like a, a son that's around my age, and then he was telling me like like he he got a little peek of my artwork of that frame when I was carrying, I, I didn't even saw the whole thing, and he right away just like you do art like. And I said, yeah, yeah, I do art. And then said, and then he was like, you did that all through my nose. And just like, yeah, yeah. And then can I see the whole thing? And, said, and he saw the whole thing, and and it kind of like it kind of warmed his heart because because it, it was sad for him because when when he was young, he would be surrounded by so many of his homies be doing pen, and 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 coming from his words, like he doesn't having to hear like he doesn't see that anymore these days like right now 
from all the all the youngsters you know uh, it's around my age or anyone younger and it's sad you know because it's true you don't see that and anybody doing that and I, I I put I put it upon myself to actually keep that going keep that culture going keep that pen work going for not just for me but for others I always tell everyone that I'm not because I already done art my whole life for me and got my salvation so it was my time enough for after that salvation it was no like art it's still a part of me i do it for me but also i'm not the most big part is to do it for others and that was that big moment why i do it having to see like you know could i respect my peers and i want to keep the culture going and make history be that new generation of, of just keeping that culture going for these um historical people or what they've done to not let it be like banished i don't want the, like the pen work to be gone like where i don't want to see just technology in the future where they just does stick on art. i want the old school or what it's still known for to be what it is and i didn't i didn't have to go to prison you know i just love and respect the prison artwork but i did it in my own way it's more my style just the cultural surrealism whenever I do pen work I always take my time I want to embrace it and when I do embrace it it's my heart so and then it's, it's tough sometimes because you gotta watch out some of the some of the symbols because it might be like mixed with the, like gangs or something so I watch out with that so I give it a little similar at my twist to make it turn like a positive turn away or my own way so that's what I mean like dreamlike reality you gotta don't mix them up because you gotta watch out with the reality which is like the whole violence and everything so i kind of just mix everything for what i see for others to see and i just have i as a kid i'm always imagination so that's why that's why i do all these new new stuff that no one's seen before i want to keep it original i want to keep it something new i don't want like the same smile now cry later over repeatedly it's not, i don't want none of that like yeah let's it's because that shows me if people like I see any like words to the youngsters like do be free to do es- express yourself because you don't know you don't know what you're gonna create just believe in yourself have faith in yourself just go at it and express where you don't know what to come up with because you just keep it like on your comfort zone yeah just keep practicing and practicing but at the same time express and do something different at, at, at a time and you know and you see something new you that you gotta it's all risk taking that's all i can say so like do you ever teach anybody else like do you i i know you're involved at harvard college on that club but do you teach on the side like do you ever go to the boys and girls club and offer like little classes or courses yeah i i actually um in the age of 19 like two like before i had um the job right now like um i just i my first job was um i was an art staff for summer okay and i teach some um, kids um like art but so, you, you taught them pen pen penship pen pen some of my top pen yeah, yeah. I did, it was this one um kid that you know like um, i think he had his brother was um he was in prison and he was telling me this and then, you know like um, and then as I, as he was telling me this he, i was teaching him how to do the pen work i was doing because he loved it and then and you know it's it's worth teaching for and it was new to me because i don't know how to teach and honestly when i worked as an art staff 
it was out of my element, but at the same time, I give mad respect to our teachers that after after they let me go because it was seasonal. Okay. So like, uh, I learned a lot. So it takes time. You gotta, you gotta be patient with when you teach someone, and it's it's very hard. It's very hard, but it's worth it's worth the wait. So it's up to you. It's up to the kid or anybody that that whoever whoever you teach whoever and you know do the best you can yeah and then um let's go back to like your your penship your, your and like you're saying that you, you like to mix it up like do you ever put some anime twist into like that chicano like what well, i mean but what well, first of all like why that why why that type of art like why just why are you sticking to that art um, I, I stick by it because I know what, because many times I will hear like it's the same style, but at the same time, it's not all the same. Like, if you see all my artwork, they're all like a slight different. I always do something different. Like when I'm um, having to do like, I think for example, like, um, cause I take, I take chances. Like I study all these and the way, the reason why I stick by it is cause I know I can learn more to that and there's more to it and I want to keep it me as it is like because I don't want to lose like a certain way to just keep that yeah, yeah as okay. it is and keep the flow going not and just share it with everyone as I can I always do my best that I can and I share it and I always give that little twist sometimes I put that animated uh-huh. stuff like recently right now I've been doing this little twist or everything and give it like but I want the reason why I do that is because I'm trying to whatever I create from my mind I know it's gonna lead me somewhere that's why I still do that my style right now like that I still do that cultural surrealism because I, I learned for the cultural I learned to my his like all my where my ancestry comes from and where I'm from and what the history what, what what's going on today who fought for this and and I respect that and then as for surrealism it's just the whole thing like it's just entrusting yourself because you know because I whenever I draw I put my heart and soul to it every bit no matter no matter what whether it's small or little like I just do it and I know for a fact when I keep doing it it's gonna lead me to something very very like unique and originally like no one done before and i'm reaching for that that's what i'm reaching for like no one something that i always tell my myself i'm that i'm gonna do something that no one has done before but when i do the same like something that people already done before i do that to see where where can i take in this level of understanding you know in a certain way keep it that same pace so so like do you ever collaborate with anybody yeah, I have collaborated. I've collaborated um, with um, Passo from um, she's from Crenshaw, and that was uh, it was called the Influence, and then that was that was, everyone loved that one because it was she did her painting of a portrait of herself, and I I cooperate all my pen work, and you know it's it's pretty cool. Like, and I started after a while. Right now, I'm actually collaborating with um, Natis from Wilmington from Dub City Tribe. We're doing this and we're doing, we're still probably almost, we're almost there. We're 50% done. It's just the time because he's busy and I'm busy. And then by now I'm focusing on the artwork that I'm doing. And I'm also doing a collaboration with one of my buddies, Julian, that's also in the Metcha Club. 
So yeah, yeah. So collaboration that's fun. It's just like the time and effort that you can put into it to make it happen. And my idea when it comes to the collaboration, it shouldn't be like two artists that's doing their own thing on their own. You gotta communicate. You gotta you gotta communicate and just see what you can create and see what you can come across and make it that one like two piece into one. That's the whole idea, and that's what it should be. Cause I see some of the collaboration. There's like two artists that do a collaboration, and it's just they don't mix. They don't fucking yeah, like merge together, right? Yeah, it, it doesn't looks mix. like two separate things. They don't really like. Yeah, they don't seem cohesive. I guess. Yeah, it's yeah. not one. Like if it's, 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 just, it's just making it seem like it's forced, but it's actually like your world, and it's just like I don't know. It's just nothing happened basically so like what are you collaborating on like on paper like on like a wall like what are you guys working on or are, are you even allowed to say um i think one of my friends he's done he's, he's doing pencil and i'm doing pen but i'm also doing a little bit of pencil to it so I, that way it will blend with his work and then for the one of the collaboration it's gonna be on like it was done on canvas the one okay. of the painting so it was done on canvas and then with the one in that is it was it's just a ba- bigger paper probably the next collaboration if we do come across to a next collaboration huh. we'll probably do a painting because that's more of a his element yeah okay so you know so it, how does that work though like do you guys have so does he do his piece and then he gives you the paper or are you guys doing it at the same time um mm, it's a little bit but it's a little bit of both okay in a certain way but mostly just like it's just like a fair sharing so this is just sometimes I get I get a bit of what I'm drawing and he's doing a little bit of work so it's coming across so it's just a process you know like I'm starting to learn how to do this collaboration and see how I can work with the flow it's just all it's all just determination so it's just like making it happen and you know it's like I said everyone's busy right now and, yeah. you know, but well, I, I mean gotta, it's the holidays too so yeah. I'm, I'm sure all you guys have your own personal pieces you guys are working on and yeah, yeah. There's that. There's that. Definitely, yeah. yes. Especially because I mean, I imagine for Mecha, you have to do some like some stuff for school, like some seasonal stuff. I'm guessing. Yeah, everyone has online, but also just like we're, for Mecha, we just revived it, and for yeah, um, we revived it. And well, let's get into what makes sense. We're gonna talk about it. Like, yeah, let, yeah. Let, let's tell the listeners like what's Mecha. Like, to tell us what the club is about and like what what does Mecha stand for. Is Mecha just it's a student? Um, Student school movement based on Chicano. Um, it dies out when no one do do anything about it. Uh-huh. And it sucks because um, back then it was like over like 25 clubs and on oh, LA, Los Angeles Harbor College. But when no, when people just now these days just passing by, yeah. The first thing that comes to mind, I just want school over with. Yeah. But actually, you wanna like for me, like for me, it's just just for me, like you know, how I see it, like you know, I don't wanna just go to school and just tell what I did in that year all I did was school yeah like, I, I want to also do like a big impact and that was like the second like I originally like it was one of my friends and Allison we were just like um how come how come Los Angeles Harbor College didn't like don't have a Chicano club yeah and this and that and then we speak with one of my other friends it was uh, it, how it happened it was amazing because it was kind of funny in a certain way because I met up with at first it was uh me and Chitali and and then eventually we were talking about it. We were doing like a little art session, but we brought up and she brought up like the Chicano club. And then oh yeah, and then we started talking to he. She knows someone. And that was when Brandon came in, and I know someone. That was when um Jocelyn. And then it came. And then I got a message from Eddie. 
that's when Eric wanted and she said the same thing how come Alexander and Harvard College doesn't have a Mexico yeah. uh, uh, Chicano club and then because of Jocelyn she brought up on Metra and they already Metra already have their own like um, what their everything set for there to actually make it happen so we gotta do like a I forgot but, the, but yeah um yeah, um, we just made like we talked to our advisor, that's um, Validus, and he was th- he was also mentioned. He also knew about it. I didn't know about Mexa yeah. until like um, eventually, like you know, now I had to learn. Like, <laughs> I'm actually the president of this club, so I'm like, <laughs> that was a shock. yeah, that was a. I was just like, God damn, all right. <laughs> It's so like, me. that's how they threw you in like you didn't know anything about it and they're like okay well now you're president or no no, no. like i i i knew based on like chicano like the chicano club or what it was but i was just i wasn't expecting the, the okay. president like, I yeah was expecting. and you know it's just, everyone's learning everyone has what the, the stuff that they what they believe and what they um um they came from and we just got together and eventually we started growing um at first as the first semester it was hard because fundraising and everything it was hard to make things happen we did an event the Brasa empowerment it, it was okay it was it was a success at the last minute surprisingly so yeah <laughs> so what then, you guys do to fundraise um we did that but we just we just sold something like snacks or something all right but that was like man we were barely learning we like yeah it's all communication and what we gotta yeah, a lot of communication that can have to come through. But now this semester we just like all prepared. We made things happen. We brought back the the mining the mining mural that was teared down in um in the San Diego College. And what and was this mural? Cause I saw it, I saw it on Instagram. So can you tell me more about the mural? It was our actually our advisor Valentin. She introduced me about this mural. I we always talked like, like probably like last year, and he was telling me like, oh there used to be a mining mural over here and like around it was done in like the 1960s and the 1970s like the, the late 60s and early 70s so he brought it up and i was like really like i was like really amazed about it they're like oh shoot where is that that used to be in san jose harbor college what and then and then i looked into it and then i think and then badger was telling me this and i was like and then it came to this day and it was my idea to actually pitch in like let's do an event based on doing a mural and it took a lot of work and time um to make it happen and money involved and the administration and it was crazy so where was this mural at though like first it was in the old apparent apparently it was uh, on the old english building in los angeles harvard college okay so it would be like it would just be but it, I wish I could have seen it, but it was old because it was done in the, it was done like in the seventies. Okay. When it was done, like so, you old, guys based it off of a picture or what? When we brought it up, it took a lot of work. And then for the picture, uh-huh. it was I asked Validus to the our advisor to actually send me the picture of that picture, the color one. Okay. But it was the detail wasn't there, and then thank God, um, like on Instagram, I think um. Yeah, Mr. 1077. Uh, he um he posted his picture that was that that was um connected with um the historical society movement, and it was and then he wrote in some of the bi- biography on that. It was in the San Luis Harbor College. It was done during the time where the Chicano like the Chicano movement 
doing murals and everything and that, and that was one of the landmarks okay and they the school did their best to save it but the building was so old so they teared it down sadly and so i so there was this picture so he posted this picture and it, was, it had all the details but it was like kind of like like slanted yeah like in a bad angle like a bad angle yeah there you go like a bad angle and then so i had to work we had to work through it yeah and it came out like uh, it took like i said i had to do take a lot of time and so I mean, like if people want to look at it right now is it in display still or where is it at it's um if people want to check it out and go to los angeles harbor college go to the seahawks center um it's literally on the second floor right now and it's it's really great it's really awesome because it's not just me it was the whole meta we made this happen so shout out to them um I w- because we made it happen because it's as for me like you know you know it's good too that when you should see it's like cool like you feel bad like for yourself but we did this as a family and we were so happy and people were involved um people and we reached our goal we, it was just it wasn't about the money it wasn't about and it wasn't about how how we were popping like pretty much like we stand up it was mostly because we made it happen we making history we respect history we brought it back we revived it, it took a lot of encouragement yeah to to bring something from the dead especially it was done in like the Dia de los Muertos yeah so it took a lot of courage and it's just it was it was an awesome I was very happy that day um, my advisor he was very ha- also happy and you know I was proud that day so yeah so that that's that's the whole point since so why we why we brought back the mural yeah. well I mean I think that's very important man like you're yeah. trying to bring up some some history and some culture back yeah. you know to the city yeah because unfortunately like i know not a lot of people like because because all the minor murals that all the not i mean sorry, all the murals that's like based on our culture is starting to be teared down and to this day it's there's some murals that's starting to be teared down yeah for some silly reason and some you know some some because the uh, city and the community or the main one or what they're trying to do and it sucks because not you shouldn't tear it's, it sucks to hear or see it happen a history being turned down yeah because it shouldn't be like it sucks because it's not there and then there's gonna be some people that's gonna be forgetting about it yeah yeah so yeah. like like um something i wanted to ask you about i think i saw it on your instagram or i'm not or maybe i saw you on somebody else's instagram do you also restore murals like because i know i think i saw you working yeah, yeah. on the one at the waha park like with the where the hands are like it's a woman and a man yeah, yeah, holding yeah. hands yeah like, uh, like can you tell the listeners a little bit about that like like i saw a picture of it so i don't know i like a lot of info about it so maybe like if like there's other artists that might like want to do what you do and restore then like keep the history of wilmington the city you know alive by restoring because i a lot of people like a lot of these little kids they're tagging over it and destroying these like nice pieces of art you know and it's a shame like you're trying to like preserve them you're trying to like preserve the history but there's a little fuckheads over here messing everything up. So, like, can you tell us a little bit about that program? Maybe what it's called. When it came to restoring, it was it was just like last minute. It was like off guard, cause literally a uh, Mario, he posted it like he posted like uh, oh, um, restore restoring the the it was, first one was um the wheel hall, and it would be like oh restoring tomorrow this time bam. And the original artist, Joe Bravo, he's gonna be helping oh, wow. out. Yeah, That's so, cool. Yeah, so, um, yeah, man, um, he was there for that part. Honestly, it wasn't, like, 
it, it was like it was it's not a program okay but it was like program like one of my one of my but like it was like some some people it's all getting together yeah because yeah. i know somebody from um wasted talent he's i think the 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 guy the 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 main guy from Wasted Talent, he also does it. I think that's Marlene Tefoya's brother. One of Marlene Tefoya's brother. He's also good. He also helps you guys, right? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, and then like he also restored the one over there. I think it's by a liquor store on L Street, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I think that's with the, the model. Like, yeah, yeah, like with yeah. two guys that have like scars over their eyes and they're about to like yeah. shank each other. Yeah, the model. Yeah, I actually live by around there, and that's one of my only because like you know, my, like. That's where that's where I would see when I leave and then you know, but yeah like now that that was one of them and those two the Will Hall and the one in the High and L Street mural, um those two are very historical murals and they and it sucks because they shouldn't be represented as gang mer- like as the landmark of gang members and how they they shouldn't be represented at even though like. Yeah, one's on the east side and the other one's on the west side. Yeah. Yeah. And it sucks because they're just vandalizing. It's not like... Because this is actually... These two meals not for the gang in a certain way, you know. But what can you do, you know? Um, we... Um, for that reason, it's... I, how I see it, it's just... It's for the city, you know. It's the community. But it's not just for Wilmington. It's just also, like, stuff going on, like... For other cities that are having the same problem too like they have i mean every city have like yeah. that's going on rivalry graffiti artists and it sucks you know like but what can you do you know i mean like i said everyone had that environment the way they're they're fighting their own battle maybe it's just a level of understanding and just you know but it's our job you know to let you know we shouldn't be complaining we should yeah. just that's when the restoration came and yeah, yeah. honestly being part of that that was uh that was a really it was uh it was really really awesome because having the because when i when i when i was a part of the day one restore restoring the the will hall and i got some of my friends were there and some of the new people i met right there and we got and i got to meet joe bravo and he was telling me that it used to be the will hall the way its shape is it was like playing it was done like it was like the world war Two. okay and planes would go go in there he would tell he told me like planes would go in there oh wow so it's part of that and, and then where the basketball court is or what yeah the basketball the whole court. part no that basketball yeah oh. i think the whole part yeah Damn. so yeah it was just like one of the pictures and some of the old school picture i think someone had like a the album gallery and it was just full of pictures of the, the news article and this and then it was like it wasn't just Joe Bravo. It was like three other original artists as well. Okay. But I think like someone like I think all of them passed away. But Steph Joe Bravo, uh, I don't, I don't know. Sorry to hold information, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, but yeah, um, those two. Uh, the reason why I want to be part of it, it was just it was a must, you know. Like yeah. I, I wanted to just come in, not because, not because to, like it's not even about like, like having to put your name out there, like any of that, like. It was just part of just making things happen, like keep that culture going, keep the what it's known for, and the people, those two are history. I, whenever people, because how I, how when people like some of my friends from out, outside Wilmington and they want to come to Wilmington and because just to visit and that's not all that bad. Yeah. Even though we live like the third largest refinery. Yeah. And I mean, she, we're the heart of the harbor. Yeah. I mean, everything that like, goes in and out from yeah. China that like, gets shipped goes through us, you know. Yeah. So, 
I mean, yeah, it we, is. We, we are the evidence, actually, when we're in some, like, when such as, like, PV and anything, like, they're just, like, the higher class, and we're over here. We're over here, like, we're, we have whatever the environment is, like, with, like, coming from the refinery, and we have, like, some of the people that have, like, like, disease or they have, like, yeah. lung trouble or breathing and anything because of this. Um, and we are the evidence, basically. We're, we're, we're injecting, we're absorbing all these stuff that's around us. And then it's our job, people of color, to actually stick together and and like and pull the community and just connect with one another. Yeah, yeah. And I happen to see that we, us, we, all those artists and all these different programs for the United Foundation of Wilmington as well. One, um, Robert, he was helping out when when I on the High and L Street meal. Uh huh. That one, the Maravilla Market. And then, uh, are those national money? Like, are, are they like? preserved or like by the city or anything they're just what like the you know how the city sometimes they like i don't know what they're called but they're like they're like um city monuments or something like that like does the city even recognize them as anything it's just or just murals like that happen to be in the city no, like, because, like oh historical like historical monuments because they've been there for a long time you've been there a long time yes yes it has and it's been there for like uh for i, I as I remember, it's been there like for like around almost like mid 90s or something, something around there. It's like I said, like I'm doing my own research and I'm doing the best I can to actually get the right information to learn my primary my primary research as I can. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been there for a long time as coming from other people that from what I heard. But yeah, it's it's really awesome, man. Like having to hear some of these stories. I think one of my friends he told me like the artist for that that mural he used like actual people at one of his homeboys um to be the model for having to do that that one with that the, those two um those two gang members fighting yeah and then they're getting on he actually had some model or something all right to model to be at it's like it's amazing yeah? because you're not just like it's not just the meaning itself the mural but the backstory the backstory as well yeah, like, can you tell us about the backstory because i don't know anything i know it's there but i don't know a backstory no, it's just, it's oh, like, okay. yeah yeah but it's like every, every backstory that's one of part of the backstory it's hard to get holding information yeah. that's what i that's what i mean like like for us to keep the culture going but also learn this history because you because our culture you know and what we are it's hard to to get a hold for our information uh no to get a hold of our history because they don't teach that in school yeah i know yeah so like what are you going to school for right now are you like some chicano like studies on top of your art well i my major is art and animation okay i'm trying to get into that uh-huh. but at the back and um, anything not like any besides like when it asked for the um, learning my culture and learning about other certain things to that I'm learning that from these from these people and I'm also reading from the books I'm also reading from from other people their backstory because I like that's why that's the reason why I like going out okay. I want to learn these right information for to not say the wrong thing to not say um, I'm doing the best I can to just like because all I'm doing is pretty much doing that's why that's why I want to do be a cartoonist because I want to educate like it should be because when I do a cartoon I want to do like a PG-13 and I want to be based on to our culture and I can teach the youth okay. what it is and the best way possible okay and that's why I want to do that 
And after that, I'm also like, also learning about my culture, also learning about these history. And as I'm doing that, doing the best, like everyone has the way of how they learned. And it's, it's, it's like, <laughs> sometimes it's hard to get that profession. Yeah. Right? yeah so. so like right now, are you working on anything like, do you have anything in progress or like what are you doing towards that like towards you, know, you just said you want to like be cartoonist are you like right now working on a cartoon about the city or like are you using the the your style of painting like the chicano movement like the chicano style oh, what did you call it? like that well, what's that name of the style did you mention it earlier um cultural surrealism yeah like yeah. are you using cultural surrealism yeah it's in the category of chicano art but you know i think um my teacher my ap art teacher and senior he told me like I think um, because I said I don't know if he could I when it was my turn and I just played my work and he told me what's your art and then I said like Chicano art but he was just like no but I mean what's your art like what it really specifically is like yeah. you have to be more specific yeah, yeah. it took me a while so I just said you know cultural surrealism because it's more to my culture and then it's more dreamlike and reality because I'm always my imagination so yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so like so are you working on like a cartoon maybe because like what, what do you mean P, why pg-13 like what are you gonna what are i want to keep it like i want to keep it the reason why i want to keep it pg-13 there's gonna be like you know a little maybe graph like a certain like you know more i feel like it's more fine in that level maybe around 13 but it's not uh-huh. officially but i'm actually trying to but that's all I can say right now. It's all oh. in the process. So you haven't, you don't have a storyline yeah. or anything like that yet? Not yet. Not yet. Because um, I'm trying to keep it myself because I don't want to get people's hopes up. Okay. But that's all I can say. I'm yeah, just yeah. planning to be a cartoonist. And right now I'm working with um, just trans- my my idea when it comes to animation, I'm trying to transfer the style that I have right now uh-huh. to transfer into like, an animation that's easier for me to do. So okay. that way I can just knock off like, so that's like, like you got to kind of go simplify everything so you gotta tear like all the shades and then yeah, try yeah. to tamper all that and yeah. it's hard cause I wanna cause I'm not trying to do like a basic animation I'm trying to do my own style of animation to make it unique in a certain way but you know the best way possible so like so once you're done with school and all this stuff like what are you planning to do like who are you planning to work for or where are you trying to work at um I'm trying to work with my cousin so like um, we're, we're both working on this together. Okay. So, uh, best way possible is just networking and networking and getting things happen. But meantime, I want to. I'm gonna. That's why I want to go to school. Uh, and the school I want to go to is um, Cal Arts, Otis, Fullerton, or Northridge. Any one of those schools that would be fine with me. Whatever the animation is, you uh-huh. know. So yeah. Either way. Uh, but meantime, as I'm doing that art animation. Also, at the same time, I want to be involved with the community. Okay. Cause the community, the the program as I can, every section, so as much as I can. Cause I've been going these two years. Like I've just been going out to LA. I've been going out to Orange County once in a while, and then once I went to San Diego, and then it's, it's that's that's I do it because um because I just love it. Like, I know for a fact that it's gonna pay off. I'm not doing it for any very to make a name for myself. I'm just doing it because, cause I love the art and I just wanna, I wanna open my eyes more to it and I wanna respect everything. So like, but what are you doing there? Like you keep mentioning it, but like, what do you do? Like, are you taking your art? Are you like just looking at 
other people's styles or like what, what, what are you doing like why are you going to these places like why are these places so important for what you're what you're trying to do or what you're doing um i do look at other people's work on uh-huh. art style and it's really amazing like and some of the stuff like i don't like i don't take people's work like, yeah 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 but i like their like like pretty much i just admire the work and then everything and because I, what I love to do, the reason why I go to places is because that's where that's where some of my friends are. Like that, okay. that's also passionate the same way I am, and that's what I mean. Like communication, and equity, and being involved, not just being in the phone and just just saying stuff, but yeah, yeah. actually get the action going. Yeah, yeah. But I'm more of a person that just does than say. So when I get stuff like that's why I don't I keep stuff to my own self. Okay. But I want to get it to happen. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah. So um, when I do stuff like I'm actually like that's what I mean. Like when people ask me how do you get into this art show, how do you get in part of that, how do you yeah. get this, how do you know about this guy? Like it's all equity and connection. Just t- like communicate. That's what I mean when the first quote that changed like my perspective was um, when I went to the Boys and Girls Club and then this one staff when I was a member. Like I didn't not when I work and. The one quote that she gave me was, um, comfort zone are meant to be broken. Yeah. Yeah. And I just took upon that and then I would be quiet. Like, <laughs> through all my school years of junior junior high school and high school, um, I was quiet. Yeah. I wouldn't speak. I mean, that's... And, and because of this, and I took it upon myself to actually do the opposite and then communicate and equity and you never know who you're going to meet. True. So, I mean, some friends might go and some people. And, you know, you can't be there for everyone's life. You do the most as possible. That's why I do art, because I let my art speak for me. Yeah. Because I can't be, like, I'm only one person. You can't, like, I do the best. Whenever whenever I go to the event, and whatever I, whatever I do, an art piece, I do the best I can for that art piece. And I'm always my heart. So, so that's what I want to do, and that's what I love to do. And the reason why I go to the patients, because you never know what you're going to meet. Who you gonna meet and what you gonna learn from there? Because they have a historical thing, like with, with like when I go to like for example San Diego, Chicano Park. Someone tells me about the the whole reason why it's Chicano Park Day. Okay. And, and it was a great story, like because stuff like that. It's not just my city; it's all cities. What they what their their city based on, what yeah. their city was from, what the, what was it before they was made? How that you know stuff like that. I'm interested in. Cause when people come to my city, I want them to be like the tour guide, you know. Yeah. Like you want to be like, like, oh, I know the best food. I yeah. know who to talk to for this reason. Yeah. It's all like, yeah. I want to be that type of person. Just yeah. Supporting, as supporting as well. That's a big part right there. Supporting one another. You're not just supporting these big major, like you know, food places or yeah. these, like. Again, I mean, there's a lot of good places like Montoya's. You know, it's like. Best burritos or Isaacs. They got yeah. some bomb ass burritos. Yeah. So yeah, like I mean, but okay. So I see you got a tattoo over here on your forearm. Like it, it's a clown. Is it a clown? Like a girl clown or what? Yeah, it's a sad um girl clown. A sad, sad girl clown. Yeah. Right. What's up with that? Why? Why sad? Why not happy? Um, it's just it's, once I get the other tattoo, it will make sense. But uh, actually. My, the reason why I have him near my elbow is because, you know, um, it, um, the artwork is done by Nikali. 
and he's one of one of my a good friend of mine and he's really like really awesome i always learn something from him and you know but his his um he's he's really cool and the stuff that he does right now is really is really amazing i love the fact that what he does and what what he's interested in, especially with his lady too they're both like at the same pace and what what they do being part of the movement to make a change make a difference and like being part of the protest and what they do that's why i got that's why I wanted to get his artwork because he does art and he gets, he's involved with the Pachuco music that's in like boy I saw them perform at Boy Heights and it's, it's really awesome. Right. So that's what I mean like they're supporting one another. So and, what's the next? Oh sorry sorry go yeah, ahead. Yeah. So the reason why I got it is because you know I I respect and love what they both do and then, so that's why I got a that's why I got a um, that's why I wanted to do this because um, I'm I'm planning to be like a tattoo collector. Okay. So I'm actually trying to like. Like, have all the stuff meaningful, and then when it, when it comes to my other side of the arm, I want it to be a ha- uh, happy angel. Okay. So that's the whole thing. Like it's like a smile, not cry later thing. Yeah. But but with the way. clown and the angel instead yeah, yeah. of a face. Basically, and all the right. reason why the clown, cause you know, like middle school, I did a lot of clowns. Yeah, yeah. So it bring back a little memory, and then the reason why the eyes are crying is cause um, I used to. It's a little another story, but like I don't know why, but I when I got a cut. And then I added, I don't know why, but it came to my, like, I wanted to do, like, a, since I was young, to have a tattoo, what I did, I added another cut, and, I'm, and it looked like a closed eye, and I, with the, one of them, one of the eye has a, oh, like a scar? scar. Yeah, a scar. Oh, right. So, that, so I, get, I was gonna originally get, like, the eye one, but I'm like, I don't want to get an eye tattoo for some reason, so I was just like, you know what, this is close enough. I like the work, and I had my eye on this since the first um, original magazine. And shout out to them because you know, if I wasn't for that magazine, I would have met some of these great people. And I love surrounding myself with artists uh, who's passionate and love. That's not in it for the money. That's not in it for social media. They're in it for. The love, you know, the, the love, love, the art, the history, art, or how that's how it should be. Yeah. To actually make a difference, to make a history, keep that culture going. That's what I'm in for. Yeah, yeah. And I'm doing the best I can. And just thought, like, sometimes the distance, because some of my friends are, like, far away out in the Orange County. And plus, I, 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 I'm, I, I take buses and trains. So, okay. So, yeah. So, and there's times, like, you know, you know, and doing the best you can and being gotta you gotta handle your own responsibility and that's why so yeah so i wanted to have that tattoo all right so besides so but i mean i figured tattooing similar to like your style of like pen penship you know like it's yeah. i mean you, you fuck up and you know you, it's really not nothing much you could do like have you ever thought of going into tattooing yourself um i actually did a tattoo on myself actually um, when i was 20 okay. um but yeah um it came out good and I, I'm pretty happy about it. I got the design from like Lowrider, Ma- Lowrider Magazine 2013 and it was just like a simple but yet a lot of details into it. Like what is it? Can you tell us? Uh, it's, it's like a it's, it's like a skull, like Day of the Dead skull. Okay. And is it in your calf or what? Hmm? Is it in your calf? Yeah, it's on like my upper knee oh, on my okay. right. And then I did that just to practice on myself and I did that. And I only did three tattoos. One of them, one of them, um, one of myself that was my first tattoo and the other two was just one of my friends one in a minor threat and one of them was like a satan thing but yeah um but yeah i just like i stopped for a while because of school and heavy work and i started doing art shows i'm actually gonna be almost on my 25th art show 
Wow. Yeah. So like, but it's like these two art shows. It's gonna be happening on December, December 9th at Pomona, and the other one's gonna be a original magazine. So I doesn't. They haven't posted anything yet, but I can say it's the day. So like December, possibly like 16 or something. Yeah. So, so I mean, well, when you let um, when you actually know the date, just tell me and I'll post it on like or by then this episode should be out. So yeah. I, like on the intro, I'll mention it to the listener um, where and when they could go. They could check your yeah. stuff out. Yeah, for sure. Right on. Yeah, that will be awesome. And actually, it's actually we have two good shows too. It's actually gonna be for the the yeah. It's gonna be two good shows. But yeah, um, but yeah, anyways, um, tattooing, I'm gonna get back to it finally because I'm almost done with school. So many people being asking me, oh, tattoo, how come you don't do this? So the very reason is because of responsibility and all kinds and and how to get away and stuff. Um, Like this year was just like a lot of um, heavy stuff that's going on in my life in the beginning. And then I made some changes in my life and honestly like so just to like simple everything out and what I want to do so actually and then it came to my mind like I'm almost done with school it's the right time to actually finally be an apprentice to a tattoo shop I don't know what tattoo shop I'm gonna be apprenticing at but I'll see because I'm trying to be flexible all my time that's yeah, the only yeah. thing like so, you want to keep your options open you know yeah yeah so, you don't want to... yeah, so that's smart yeah so yeah. So whenever the tattooing comes, it's just patient. I like to pace myself. I don't like resting there. Yeah. But so I'm like, okay, I'm on the side of the tattoo shop. I'll visit one of the two. So whatever happens, happens. So I keep stuff to myself. I don't like bringing hopes up. And then eventually next year, maybe I'll have some new, um, my own brand coming out. So maybe that. So we'll see. That's all. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, you know what? I think I took enough for your time and you might be tired of talking already. Yeah. I know the seed <laughs> might be uncomfortable I'll be here as might be hurting So you know what Like why don't you tell people Where they could find um, Where they could find your work <clears throat> Maybe like Like you've been featured On some the ma- on some magazines Or maybe on certain websites Just give people All your social medias uh, The locations where I mean might be featured And we're not done yet This is just the time For your plugs So this is You could give shout outs You could do whatever you want For this part Alright Alright for sure um, I want to give a shit. Um, you want to see my work? All my work that I keep in mind that the work uh, I do, it's all meaning. There's a little symbols, and I just have fun with it. There's a little twist into it every time. So, what it is, is just, you know, let it speak to you. If it doesn't, then it's all good. Just um, It's all love and respect, whether you like it or not. I do it for me. And just connect with people as they can, so you never know who you're gonna connect if you don't do it. But yeah, I wanna. Uh, my Instagram is gonna W R I S P E R Arte um, A R T E. So yeah, Whisper Arte. Yeah. So, so I'm also gonna have the link, so it'll just be clickable. You know, on the description, you guys will be able to click on it, and I'll send you directly to his, to his Instagram page. Or, yeah. For sure. For yeah. sure. So yeah, um, I give a, I give a big shout out to um, um, original magazine Richard West Coast um, for providing like since coming out I came out in issue number one and issue number three, um, but all the artists and I might come out in number five that's coming out in December, but 
you know, I give a lot of love and respect to the ma- magazine because the whole thing is just for these new artists to come up and because it was just like all these artists, like I'm telling you, just check them out. Um, check out, it's like for Por Viva original magazine. Check them out as well and then give a big shout out to Pain and Hope for the the show that's going to be happening on December 9th. Uh, from the gallery to from the alley to the gallery so that's a pretty gonna be an awesome show because a lot of looks like over a over hundred artists and not slash car show that's gonna be going on in Pomona so yeah check it out and then yeah thank you for having me and, oh yeah, yeah but yeah. we're not done yet man yeah, you yeah. gotta think yeah, me no, yet. Right. <laughs> yeah. so I mean I, at the I mean at the beginning of the show I kind of gave you like the little like oh, what's gonna happen so I also gave you the option if you want to ask me anything is it like you? You're, I mean, <clears throat> I understand. I asked you so many questions. I've been you've been here for an hour, so you know it's not fair to like ask all the questions and not give you a chance to ask me a question. You don't have to. It's optional if you want. I, I suck at questions. <laughs> nah, right? that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So especially where I have to come up with a unique question. So I'm nah, like, it's cool, man. Yeah. I, I get it. Like yeah. I didn't tell you beforehand, so you, yeah. you, know, you didn't have time to prepare. I understand. You know, maybe it's done on purpose. That way, you know, you won't. Yeah. You won't. You know. <laughs> I don't. I won't cry here if you ask me such a big personal question or something. You know, I don't want my listeners yeah. to, yeah, to hear me. Because I'm cry. the type of person that has to do my research to find a question. So I'm like, because yeah. I'm I can't do questions on the spot. So all right, no, that's cool, yeah. man. So now before we go, you guys know I like to play sevens. It's my favorite game. It's one of my favorite games. Actually, I played it this on um, Thanksgiving with my family. They all sucked. I sucked too. I got ten. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know what happened. I, I blanked couple of times but yeah so for my new listeners for the listeners that um that pedro brought sevens is a game it's um if you heard of the of the pyramid game it's basically the pyramid game or i like to describe it kind of like like heads up you know if you don't know what heads up is it's a game that you put on the forehead and then the person across from you has to give you a clue of what what's what it says on on the on the phone so it's basically like that, except that he won't see the phone. I'm gonna be, looking. I'm gonna be looking at the phone the whole time. So the rules are: he has seven seconds. Um, he's, okay, so it's seven questions. Um, he has seven seconds to answer each question. The highest possible score he could get is 49, which is super fucking hard. Like we have to be like on a roll. Like he has to pretty much read my mind for him to be able to get 49. It's, it's impossible. But the highest score on the podcast is. Um, 27. I believe it's 27. Held by Alba from La- Las Dos Albas. So that's the re- that's the one you have to beat. 27. But um, you do have two chances. So if the first one sucks, then you'll have a second chance to redeem yourself. Um, so the categories are. Oh well, before before I even go any further. Um, so the whole point of this is at the end of the year, I'm gonna give my guests the high score. I'm gonna give them something. Either it's gonna be. Um, a, a fat head of myself giving you the thumbs up as inspiration for you to never come here again. I don't know, maybe, but you know, or I'm gonna give you a head or something else. You know, whatever I feel fits you, suits you the best. You know, so high score 49. So the categories are general, movies, TV shows, celebrities, music, sports, um, Broadway, food, animals, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, and their corresponding music. Stand-ups, superheroes, movie, movie comedy, movie rom-com, movie award winners, football, baseball, basketball, hockey. Ooh, okay. So my 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 um advice to you is pick something that you feel I'm gonna be good at. So just look at me. 
what 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 does it look like i love to do eat all right so that's one of my like it's not my best my best one but i'm i'm decent at that one so i'm, I'm that's a clue um i gotta take culinary class <laughs> that what i gotta take culinary art for that nah it's, no it's food like it's just basically <laughs> so you know i'm gonna go easy on you i'm gonna I'm choose for you all right so you're gonna choose the high score yeah. oh no fuck it you you, you, you I'll, choose I'll superhero right superhero all yeah, right I'll superheroes go. all right yeah. i'm not good at that but good luck all right oh, yeah. all right so you have seven seconds right to answer each question so it's basically you got 49 seconds in total but each question is seven seconds all right all right for sure Um, it's the the villain from X Men. Um, I think he controls Magnet. Night. No, uh, it's, uh, Magnet. Uh, um, Magnet. it's yeah. it's not Marvel Comics, but it's the other one, the rival. A DC. Um, okay, I just mentioned it. Like, it's not DC Comics, but I just told uh, you. DC. Uh, Mar- Marvel. Marvel. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the the villain. For, like, he was on on uh, Thor. He was the villain, or like a. Loki? No. It's the where like Batman keeps all his gadgets. It's the, the thing on his waist. Oh, um, the bat, the, the bat belt. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know what this is. I can't help you with this one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's it's um it's an animal, but it's also the villain from Spider-Man. He's a he Rhino. has a horn. Rhino. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you got four. Okay, so it was not DC Comics, but Marvel Comics, and it yeah. was Thanos, and then Utility Belt for like where they keep their gadgets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know Iron Patriot. I don't know who that is. Iron Patriot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's from Iron Man. Yeah, I don't know who he is. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so the first one is three. I think it's a good warm up. So let's go. We're we're gonna do general because everybody like that picks general does very good. Okay. Or, so you kind of know how it works now, so it should be yeah, okay. I was just like, oh shoot. Uh, it's like, it's like made out of um, made out of um, metal. You could cut people with it. Knife. Oh. Uh, knife. Like you use this to take things out, like food out. Pick. Like na na na. What's what am I doing? What am I? Na 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 na. Na na na. What is Dramatic this? Noise. Dramatic noise. Dramatic oh. noise. Oh. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Oh, it's we we watch videos here on the internet. YouTube videos. What are these? What I'm wearing Shoes. on my feet. Um, it's 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 a, like a tablet, but it's made out with Apple. It's Apple brand. What's, a laptop. It's um, a Fourth of July we eat these. This this made out of like pork, um, turkey. They're coming Bacon? on a bun. Pig. No. Hot dog. Uh, Seventeen. All right, for sure. All right, well, you know, it wasn't it wasn't 27, but it's still it's not that bad. This was actually not the worst score. I got 10 on on Thanksgiving, so you did way better than I did. All right. Yeah. All right. So, um, so you know what? Before I end it, I gotta give you guys my plugs. All right. So you can find me on Instagram, Facebook. All you gotta do is search for Let Me Know Pod. Um, if you want, if you have a question, maybe you want to be part of the, I mean, you want to, you have a segment you want to add, or maybe you want to be part of the show. Maybe you want to be a guest. Send me an email at lemmeknowpod at gmail.com. You hear music on the background. 
if you want to be featured um somewhere in the on the show maybe you want to you, you're an artist and you want to be uh, you want me to play your music send it to me to let me know paul at gmail.com um actually i'm gonna have a show i do i'm gonna do stand-up i haven't done stand-up in a cool minute guys so right now this is my re 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 debut you know the remix of the reviews so you could um it's gonna be december 23rd in la i'm gonna post um I'm gonna post a link on the bottom on the description of this uh, this episode, and I'm also I'm gonna post I'm gonna be posting a lot of pictures from today on. You're gonna see a lot of posts. It's basically where you could go and watch um you could watch me do some stand up. Lola La Poeta is gonna be there, and Carla Felix is gonna be there. She's actually gonna be she's um you guys know her from Lady Product Lady Luck Productions. So she's gonna be the one throwing um, this event. It's also it's to um to help people from the DACA that are um it's providing funds for the DACA, basically for un- undocumented people. So come help out. It's only five bucks, and you're gonna be you're gonna have some laughs. Um, I have so I have some new material that I don't know how you guys are gonna take it, but hopefully you guys do pretty well with it because. It's if you've heard my stand up before, it's I'm I'm upping it a level. I'm upping it a level. You know, it's gonna be worse than that. So make sure make sure to follow us. Um make sure to rate five stars on iTunes and tell your friends. Share the shit out of this fucking show, alright? Alright guys, well I did a lot of talking and I might run out of breath. So I'll leave you with that. So as always guys, thank you for letting me part of your day. And as always, guys, bye. I love you.